Good morning, everybody. We've got a mixed trade in the grain markets on Monday morning. As of the 7.45 pause in trading, July corn futures up two and a quarter at 3.33 and a half. July soybeans uh, down three quarters of a cent at 8.67. July Chicago wheat down two and a half at 5.12 and three quarters. July Kansas City wheat up a half cent at 4.61 and three quarters. July spring wheat down one at 5.17 and three quarters. The nearby July corn futures contract trades its best level since April 14th this morning. Uh, nearby July soybeans also uh, pretty close to uh, their mid-April highs. So we're into almost some two-month highs in uh, nearby corn and soybean futures. I know that this rally has not necessarily been uh, what grain marketers or farmers have been looking for, but uh, certainly better than the alternative. The uh, July corn futures contract is, what, 24, 23, 24 cents off the lows. The beans have rallied 40, 50 cents. Uh, So we have seen a little bit of a pop in the row crop markets here. We may see some dry weather begin to impact the corn belt early next week. Now, if you look at the seven-day map, the next seven days, you're going to see quite a bit of rain over, let's see, there's a stretch that goes up from Arkansas through Missouri, Iowa, a lot of Nebraska, a little bit of South Dakota, Minnesota, uh, not a whole lot in the east. Now, after that, uh, both the 6 to 10 day map and the 8 to 14 day map offering odds of below normal precipitation. So I'm not going to say that this is a crop scare or anything that we need to be concerned about just yet. But uh, given the date on the calendar, you know, these next four, five, six weeks, this is prime time crop scare season. So if if there were to be some sort of crop scare event, it probably happens in the next six weeks would be my guess. USDA will release its monthly crop production and WASD report on Thursday morning. The government uh, in this report typically does not adjust its uh, corn and soybean acreage numbers. They'll wait till we get the planted acreage report on June 30th for that. They typically leave the yields unchanged or the yield forecasts, um, but they could change them. They have changed them in the past, although it's kind of rare. Traders will also keep a close eye on any change to the demand forecasts. We will talk a little bit more about this report in the next couple of days. Chinese soybean imports in May were up 27% versus the same month last year. Uh, The Chinese have been extremely active buyers of soybeans from Brazil. Uh, China imported 9.4 million metric tons of beans in May versus 7.3 in the same month last year. Brazilian soybean exports are just running at a breakneck pace here. U.S. activity not as good, of course, and that's pretty normal seasonally. But but Brazilian exports are up uh, uh, sharply from from last year for April and May. And a lot of people... uh, think that because Brazil has been exporting beans so aggressively, it may open a window for U.S. exporters, uh, perhaps in regard to new crop, a little bit earlier than normal, which would be good. Fund traders have been net short the corn market for a record 42 consecutive weeks. The current fund short in in this stretch is essentially the second largest on record. They were short 286,000 contracts, and it's it's been they've been heavily short for several weeks. The only other time that they were short more than this would have been spring of last year. There was a two or three month period where funds were very heavily short. They were short more than 300,000 contracts at one point. So a uh, very heavy fund short. Funds are a uh, modest net long in the soybean market and a modest net short in the SRW wheat market, at least as of last Tuesday. The U.S. added 2.5 million jobs in May. Um, analysts had expected a loss of 8 million. Unemployment was 13.3. Analysts expected a number near 20%. So uh, as far as, as these guesses go ahead of that Friday jobs number, this is probably the biggest miss ever. They were way off on this thing. The stock market rallied to new multi-month highs on the news. As of Friday's close, the S&P 500 was only 6% from all-time highs. It has rallied a whopping 46% from the 
the lows that were posted in March. And ahead of the cash open, we are up another six-tenths of a percent. So this has really been just a phenomenal move higher. Um, maybe a, a quicker-than-expected economic recovery is is in the works here. And, uh, you know, we've seen a similar rally in, in the crude oil market, a very sharp rally. Remember, at April contract expiration, the WTI futures traded uh, into negative territory. We've now got nearby uh, July WTI crude futures at 38, 39 bucks. We traded over 40 overnight at one point. So we've seen a big recovery there. And, and why does that matter? I think a lot of it goes back to ethanol. You know, the reason that the corn market is as cheap as it is has a lot to do with ethanol, the hundreds of millions of bushels of demand that we've lost because people are driving less because gasoline demand fell so sharply when the country was essentially on a lockdown for a couple of months. And uh, if this recovery is happening faster than expected, then what we can hope for is that ethanol recovers uh, uh, in a quicker fashion. Now, ethanol futures, uh, they bottomed at 79 cents per gallon in early April. They settled at a buck 23 on Friday. That's a 56% gain. Production margins have improved. We've seen weekly ethanol production improve. We've seen ethanol stocks down. So I'm hoping that this that this recovery in ethanol, which I believe is in the works and, and we're in the midst of, I hope that it uh, uh, happens faster and, and quicker and, and uh, more significantly than maybe what some people had expected. Uh, the corn market is trading above what I would consider to be some technical resistance here. That 331 level July futures is kind of a level I was watching. That was where we topped back in mid-April. I'm hoping we can inspire some short covering here. Again, keep an eye on that weather forecast. I'm not overly excited about it, but this time of year, you've got to watch the weather. Um, it's 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 the driving factor in prices. Cattle market was sharply lower on Friday. Cash cattle was was thinly traded, uh, 100 to 110. Uh, the week's range was 100 to 118. The box beef market was down again. Uh, um, slaughter rates keep going up, so we're starting to return to some sort of normalcy there. Uh, the Dow's up 240 points out of the cash open. S&P's up 20 bonds, about flat. U.S. dollars about flat. Crude oil down 90 cents at 38.66 in the July WTI. If you'd like some more information, visit my website, www.standardgrain.com. Go to that website, click on Grain Marketing Plan. If you would like to know when, how, and specifically, I am pricing corn, soybeans, and wheat throughout the year, sign up for that subscription service. Cancel it at any time. Everyone have a great week. I'll talk to you same time tomorrow.